everyone. Welcome to the Misguided Astrology Podcast, the podcast dedicated to misguiding you. I'm your host, Katie, here with your horoscope for the week of February 14th through February 20th, 2021. Welcome back, everybody. I am so glad to know that you survived last week's Aquarius superstellium. What a wild ride that was. Hmm? I mean, it was fine. It was whatever. It was cool, right? For those of you who are new to the Misguided Podcast, welcome. This is another edition of a weekly horoscope series that comes out every Sunday or occasionally Monday, depending on if I have my shit together. These horoscopes are written for your rising sign, which is different than your sun sign. But if you don't know your rising sign, uh, the sun sign will still be able to give you something. It uh, won't be completely useless, so check that out. Also, if you leave us a review on iTunes or share our podcast with friends, let us know and we'll send you an in-depth birth chart report. Email us at misguided, and that is M-I-S-S guidedastrology at gmail.com, or slide into the DMs on Insta. We are misguidedastrology there. Keep us posted. If you do reach out, the information we will need is birth date, time, and location so that we can give you the most accurate birth chart report that we can. Also, also, follow us on Insta for updates on the podcast and for your individual birthday astrology. I've been putting out what your birth date says about you little videos on TikTok, and I've been uploading them on IG. But anyway, enough with the dumb promo stuff. There is never a dull moment in astrology, and this week is no different. Um, but have no fear. I have been sky spying for you and do have a full report to provide. Scientifically speaking, it goes a little something like this. The week starts off pretty cute, but then it gets weird. And then gets different weird, but in a good way. And then it ends in a toss-up. What does this mean for you? More on that in a few minutes. There are two things I want to touch on before we get into your individual scope. Uh, the Tuesday-Wednesday Uranus-Saturn square, this aspect has a known association for acts of rebellion that don't quite go according to plan. It is a collision of old-school versus new-school trains of thought. So uh, the anti-capitalist in me has fingers crossed for a disruption of status quo, uh, but I should be careful what I ask for because these transits are notoriously messy. There are some implications for what the, this particular transit means for you on an individual level, so I do touch on that at the beginning of your horoscope. I brought it up this week just because they do happen to form the exact square this week, but these planets are both representing forces within your life that are more chronic than acute, so more long-term than short-term, and it are more of an underlying theme in your life for this period. I try to speak of them as broadly as possible because there really is no way to know exactly how you are impacted. This is sky spying. They are broad notions, not minute details. So all I have to say is don't be afraid of what challenges you. It's what gives you character and makes you interesting. And I'm not talking about your inability to pronounce sea anemone, okay? It's been done. On that note, it's Valentine's Day. That is all. This is your weekly horoscope. Scorpio. Alrighty, so last week we discussed your jam-packed fourth house of home, family, and that this is the area of your life most in focus right now. This is what is seeing all of the action. But we didn't cover the tension between this part of your life and your seventh house of partnerships. Matters of the seventh house are antagonizing your fourth house of home. To put it simply, a disharmony between your home life and your significant other, or business partner. It might look like home being uncomfortable because you're fighting with your lover. 
or not spending much time at home because you are spending too much time with a lover. Or perhaps not being home because your mortal enemy burned your house down to be with your lover. The seventh house is also the area of the chart representing open enemies. I guess I should have mentioned that as well. Realistically, this dynamic may not present anything like this or any of these examples. No matter what it looks like, a break is coming later this week, when the sun shifts into a new house. But more on that in a few minutes. To kick it off, the Sunday astrology is looking sweet. They may all have a slow start in the AM, with the moon being void of course, but the rest of the day looks to promise social stimulation. We may get a little break from the effects of the Mercury retrograde with the Mercury-Jupiter conjunction, which is typically a lucky aspect. Sometimes an indication that good news may arrive and is more broadly an indication that social interactions overall will be pleasant and positive. But things do tend to manifest atypically during retrogrades, so anticipate that these interactions may have an interesting and unusual flavor about them. It looks like what the day has in store for you will be hitting in your sixth house of work, health, and routines. So perhaps there will be an intriguing interaction spawning from your general goings-on as you go about your business, or special attention from a coworker or something weird. Don't overthink it. I already did. The last time Mercury and Jupiter were conjunct in Aquarius was January 11th, so there is a possibility that activities taking place today, Sunday, are in some way connected to or are a continuation of events happening around that time. Thursday, the sun shifts out of your fourth house of home and family and into your fifth house of creative self-expression. You may be emerging from your cocoon energetically. This is an inspired time. It's fun, innovative, and even flirty. You may experience pride in what you have already created, such as your children, if you have them, or projects or hobbies that you've produced or made. This also is a great time to enjoy romance, a time when the inner child breaks loose and is out for a good time. The sun is here to illuminate your desire for all of these things and bring focus and attention to them. Let loose, feel good, and spread the joy. This is a more gentle and rolling transit. You may not notice it immediately, but it represents an overarching theme for you over the course of the next month. This shift also signals less emphasis on tension around matters of home. So nice. End of the week, Venus and Mars are square dancing with each other, which for you could indicate seeing action in matters of your personal transformation or partnership. There is something combustive about a Venus-Mars square, something cataclysmic, a spurring to action sort of feel. And lastly, this good news, Mercury stations direct again on Saturday, so we will be able to pull out of the complications of Mercury retrograde, albeit slowly, since we will not be fully out of the shadow period until March 13th, which is quite a few weeks away. But we're almost there. We've turned the corner. Alrighty, Scorpio, that is all for this week. Thank you for tuning in to the Misguided Astrology Podcast. I'll be seeing you next Sunday.